Something my wife has said to me uh, often is that she's afraid that I'm missing my own life. What up, black man? Welcome to the Beneficial Black Man Podcast, <clears throat> where we focus on helping black men to overcome mediocrity, to become beneficial for their community by discussing faith, creativity, personal development, and mental and emotional health management. I am your host, Jamal Kalpin. I hope you are doing well out there. You're protecting your mental, mental, are you finding time for an emotional release valve? Are you doing anything creative? Are you taking care of yourself? I hope so. I hope so. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everyone who is listening. I hope and I pray that this year will be um, a lot better than last year. Whether your last year was great or whether your last year was trash, I hope 2023 is a lot better. Um, so if it was great, I pray that it's greater this year. If it was trash, I pray that it's not trash. That is actually better. I just wanted to share real quick some of the takeaways or like the main takeaway that I got from 2020 after spending time like reflecting and doing an audit over my year that, I, you know, I think it might be helpful. Um, but before we get into any of that, you know what we got to do? We got to do that mental, mental check-in, a mental, mental check-in. And hopefully, like I've told you before, I'm not only doing this mental, mental check-in for myself, but I'm doing it to encourage you to do that for yourself. You need to check in with yourself, see where you are, whether you do that daily, whether you do that weekly, Make sure you're finding time to check in with yourself. Make sure you're checking in on your highs, your lows, and seeing if you are being creative, if you're doing something that's moving that mus muscle and <clears throat> that part of that design of who you are, because everybody is a creative. And more specifically, I believe every man is creative. So black man, be creative. Embrace that. It's part of you. It's part of your design and part of who you're supposed to be and who you're called to be, you know, as a beneficial man. But all right, let's jump into this mental, mental check-in. Mental, mental check-in. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why my throat's been messing up. Anyways, maybe I need to drink tea or something. Maybe that'll help <laughs> before I record a podcast. We're gonna start with a high. So uh, recently over this holiday break, um, I had the opportunity to catch up with some friends from college and it was really good. It was really, really, really good. It was just the three of us. We went and got a sushi, which was uh, great. Like sushi is one of my favorite foods. I guess, is that even really food? It's like, it's fish but yeah i guess it's, yeah yeah because there's different different types of sushi anyways yes we, we caught up when we hung out and um we really, really just talked and I, I really appreciate the time to be able to sit down with brothers sit down with other men and to just talk and see where they are see where they're going uh what they're going through and again it helps when it's people you're close to and that you have like relationship with so i was there with my best friend and uh, my other friend from college. And uh, I appreciate them. I appreciate them being honest about where they are and the different things that they're struggling with and going through. It, it's just good. <laughs> it's just it's just really good. It's probably one of my favorite things from this holiday break is being able to sit down and catch up with them and enjoy lunch with them. And I know for me, that's, that's something that I need to make a priority in 2023 is actually spending more time with uh, brothers and spending more time with men, you know, just in, in fellowship and in community. Like we need that. I know a lot of guys find it difficult sometimes to maintain friendships and relationships and things like that. Um, but it, it's important that we do that and that we have friendships and relationships with with other men. Sure, you can do that online, you know, having conversations and stuff like that or listening to podcasts, but you need you need to make sure that you're spending time with some brothers. Yeah. It's just it's just good. You know, it's just healthy and it's helpful like to have those friendships 
and to invest in them. So whether that's maintaining friendships that you already have or creating new ones or even rekindling old ones, like maybe you have friends from like high school or from college or from a previous job, you know, reaching out to them and trying to talk to them and see how they're doing. Like I have a discord with some friends from uh, high school and every once in a while, somebody will chime in (laughs) and see, see how everybody's doing. Um, I should probably check that discord actually a lot of my notifications off. So sometimes I, I miss things, but anyways, that, that was, that was my recent high is spending time with my brothers and, and catching up with them, catching up with my friends. Uh, it was great. It was great. The low, the low, I think it's just a general, general low that sometimes happens when, it, when you get to the end of the year or get to the beginning of the new year. If you, if you ever watch like when they have the new year's Eve, the ball drop and stuff like that. And some of those programs that you watch, whether it's like ABC, NBC or whatever, CBS, they reflect on people or like celebrities that were lost in that year. Um, while my wife and I, we were hanging out with friends, celebrating uh, celebrating on New Year's Eve, you know, playing games, hanging out and stuff like that. But um, that was on, you know, that, that show, the ball drop show, the New Year's Eve celebration show was on. And it was just a long list of people who had passed. And some of them, I didn't even remember that those, <laughs> those people passed away, like the celebrities and stuff that passed away. And it, to be honest, it seemed like there were a lot. There seemed like there were a lot of people who had passed away this year. And the thing is, I don't know, maybe it has something to, to do with like COVID and the pandemic or whatever. But, you know, sometimes it seems like some years are worse than others, like more people pass away and whatever. But I mean, I kind of assume that it's just, it's always the same, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a statistician statistician i don't keep records of of that kind of stuff but it was just it was just kind of sobering i think is the word thinking about that like as we enter into 2023 there are going to be people that we're not going to see or be able to talk to or if you bring them up or if you remember them you'll you'll remember it's like oh wow they're they're gone you know they're not here anymore it's sobering and it's sad because there are a lot of people who are going to be missing those people whether it was a parent or a relative or a friend that if you wanted to pick up the phone and call them, you couldn't. And that's rough. And at the same time, you know, we grieve that, we mourn that, and we also appreciate the fact that we are still here. Um, And we appreciate the people who are still here, or we should appreciate the people who are still here, the friends that are still here, the relatives that are still here, or even, you know, the parent that is still here. If you've lost parents or a parent, it's just rough, but there's no but. It's just a, it's just a low. <laughs> it's just rough. And like <clears throat> for me, last year uh, I attended four funerals. Um, that doesn't mean those are the only people that I knew had passed away, but I was able to physically um, attend four celebrations of life. That's what um, a lot of people, a lot of Black people, like to call <laughs> their funerals at times. It's celebration of life. I just I just wanted to remember those individuals before I move on. To, to the next segment. So these are family members and and friends and, and people who were lost that were close to me or like like a friend of mine, he he lost his 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 daughter this year, uh last year. And, you know, friends of me and my wife, like, yeah, they lost their child. They lost their their baby girl. And like last year was really, really rough. And so, you know, all these people, um, 
who are now gone in a sense, you know, just want to remember them, you know, remember their names. So, you know, this is kind of just in order of the services that it, I attended, but Pamela Bobbitt, you know, praying for my brother, Sean, who lost his mom, my aunt, Peggy Green. So I'm praying for my cousins and my family, uh, Miss Mary Edwards, my wife's grandmother, grandmommy. So that, that was rough. And then uh, baby Ruby Blackwell, you know, and whether somebody is here for a short time or for a long time, their life matters and is special and valuable and important. And we should honor that. And we should honor that by remembering them and for loving and caring the best that we can, those who um, are still here. And I know for me, like I'm not, I'm not the best at times with relationships, extended relationships and things like that. I know I, I'm committing to working on reaching out when I think about them, whether it's in a text message or just praying for them. But yeah, you know, that that's, it's kind of my recent low, just remembering that and thinking about that and thinking about those who we lost in the year. If you, you know, experienced lost in 2020, I'm, I'm praying for you. And I pray that the Most High comforts you and keeps you and that those who are closer to you or close to you in your life are going to be there to comfort you and keep you, you know, because uh, it's, it's not easy at all. Creativity. I have in the past couple of episodes, <clears throat> excuse me, in the past couple of episodes, I've talked about I've been working on a book. Well, I have finished that book. <laughs> I have finished that book and it is entitled Making Bad Days Good and Good Days Better, 10 Tools to Help You with the Highs and Lows of Life. And um, it's available on Amazon. It's available on Amazon as a ebook or whatever you can get on Kindle. Buy it <laughs> if you're interested. Buy it if you're interested. Check it out. And uh, I really hope that what I share there is a lot of wisdom and uh advice that I've gained over the years to help me navigate rough moments. So even just talking about the lows, like one of the tools I talk about community and how important it is to be around people and to be in relationship with other people, especially when you are going through a low moment, like grieving a lost one, you know, or someone that you lost or grieving a loved one that you have lost. That's important. And, you know, and that's sometimes that can be a tool that we overlook when we're going through hard moments, that the fact that it's actually better to be around other people that, that care about you or um, that can help you navigate those moments. Because I think very often, especially as men, we default to being alone and retreating to deal with our pain, to deal with our hurt and stuff like that. Like we just want to shoulder it and bear the, the weight of it all by ourselves. But we were designed to be in community. I think it's Proverbs 17. It talks about there's a brother born for adversity. Especially in the past couple of years, I'm very, very grateful for brothers that have been there with during my times of adversity and challenge and hardship and heartbreak and heartache and stuff. I couldn't imagine trying to do stuff or going through the things that I went through by myself. So yeah, again, community is important. And so I'm sharing stuff like that in the book to help others to navigate the highs and lows of life so that they can make bad days good and have the opportunity to have more good days and more better days um, while on this journey of life. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> um, this episode probably won't be that long because I've, I feel like I've already said enough, <laughs> especially talking about the lows and stuff. But um, my major takeaway uh, from 2020 
too. Uh, I was I was talking to another brother the other day and I asked him that question. Like, you know, we were catching up. He was sharing some stuff that, you know, he was grateful for from last year and things that he experienced. And then I was just asked him, I was like, so what, what do you think your, if you had to pick like your one major main takeaway is from 2020? And, you know, he shared with me. I think here's was, like he summed it up in a word. It was like awareness. Um, and it was good. It was good. And I'm, I'm grateful that he shared that with me. I think it's important that we actually take time to reflect on the life that we're living. You know, you don't have to wait to the end of the year to do that. You can do that every week. You can do that every day, actually. You know, you can <laughs> make time at the end of the day to really check in with yourself and check in and, and see where you are. Like I mentioned in another podcast episode, asking myself, like, if today was if today was my last day on earth, there are four questions I would ask myself. Who would I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I want to give? And what do I want to leave behind? And so those are just four questions that you can, you know, check in on yourself, whether it's at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day, you know, asking like, who was, who was I today? Like, who, who did I want to be? And who was I actually? What did I want to do? And what did I actually do? What did I want to give? And what did I actually give? And what did I actually leave behind? You know, and leaving behind can be as you're wrapping up the day, you know, getting ready to lay down in bed. Like, did I leave kindness with people? Did I leave positivity and optimism with people? Did I leave good energy with people? Or did I leave pettiness? Did I leave lying? Did I steal? Did I, you know, really checking yourself? What did you do? <laughs> like, how did, how did you show up for those around you? That, that stuff is important. And the reason we need to do that is because if we really are going to be active in our life, we got to be paying attention to what we're doing. You know, like if you really want to improve, if you want to get better with your physical health, if you want to get better with your mental and emotional health, you, you got to be able to do a compare and contrast. Like, this is where I am now. This is where I was. This is where I'm going. You need all of those perspectives to help you actually get to where you're trying to get to. If you're just shooting from the hip, sure, you might make some progress. You might hit a couple of targets, but more than likely, you're not going to have the progress and the advancement and, and the accomplishments that you actually want overall. You got to be intentional about that stuff. That kind of ties into what my my major takeaway was for 2022 was learning the importance of engaging your own life. Sometimes I think we can take for granted that we wake up every day. <laughs> Whether an alarm, you use an alarm to try to wake you up or you know, the sun wakes you up, whatever. Like the fact that you have another day really is a blessing. It really is a gift and it's something to appreciate, something to be grateful for. But I think since we're always so caught up in the day-to-day -day and distracted by so many things, like there's so many distractions all the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> there's so many distractions and things that can take our attention away from the things that are really valuable and the things that are really important. And that includes our own life. Very often we just run on autopilot. We just go with the flow. We wake up, we do the same thing we did yesterday, and we just do it over and over and over and over again. And we allow the society and this culture and where we live, the impact of external influences to mold our life and to mold our destiny and to mold our journey into something that we don't feel like we have control over. Like we just show up and kind of participate, like just reading the script that's given to us rather than understanding that we have the power to write our own scripts. Like I think about a train, you know, once you put a train on a track, it's going to go wherever that track goes. And very often I feel like we are just like, we're, we're just like a, a car, you know, we're just like a car attached to an engine going down a track of life, not really knowing where we're going, 
but just trusting that we're going somewhere. When in reality, we're supposed to be our own engine and we have the ability to get on any track we want and to even create our own track as we you know, live out this journey. But if we don't do that, if we don't embrace that truth, if we don't embrace the fact that 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 reality is possible for us to make our own decisions, to have the agency to create the life that we want, we will just sit and watch. We'll just be spectators. We will numb ourselves with senseless things like entertainment and other vices and just distractions. I believe, it's gonna be shoot straight with you. I, I, I believe the enemy of our soul wants us to be in that place that we are just sitting numb and not uh, living life. We're not engaging our own lives. Like we are just sitting here being spectators, sitting in a stupor of numbness, silliness, <laughs> like, and just distracted and not living out our destiny and not living out the amazing life that the most high has called us and designed us for. Sometimes I mentioned this idea of gray mediocrity and that's really what, what it is. It's just like very gray, bland, mediocre life. Like, I'm just gonna follow this plan. I'm gonna follow this track and hey, that's just the way it goes. And you know, the society and the culture that we live in normalizes it. Oh, you have to do this. You have to go here. You have to do this kind of thing. Just keep following step by step as things go along. Just play your part in the, just go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> that's, that's like not the way it was supposed to be. Like we're all supposed to have our unique journeys and experiences and things like that. So I was reminded of that this year. Because I would say, I feel like the past five or six years of my life, maybe even seven, I, I, I've been living on autopilot. Or more specifically, I think to clarify that, I think that's not fully true. I think I've been trying to live and conform to other people's tracks that I believed or understood was a lot better than the one that I guess God gave me. Thinking, oh, this is the right thing to do. This is the best path to take because so-and-so said so. Or this is the advice that was given. So like, oh, if you wanna be a good adult, you just need to get a job that has really nice benefits and just follow along with that. And if you, know, if you have some passions, if you have some things that you're interested in, you can kind of do those on the side. But the reality of you actually making a living off of that <laughs> or, or doing something amazing with that is very, very small. And, you know, for you to even try to go out and do those things or, or to express yourself in that way or to go beyond, it's really, really risky. And you might end up poor and you might end up homeless and really bad things are going to happen to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to put up all these caution signs and all of these things and pretty much say, no, go live this way. This way is the best way to go. Even dress a certain way, you know, and I want to talk about at some point, the influence or me wrestling with the influence of, and I'm intentional about saying this, <laughs> the, I guess the culture, the culture of white evangelicalism. So the white evangelical church in my relationship with it and how I feel like even with that, trying to conform to that culture, trying to conform to those ideas and those ideals and how in hindsight at this point, it didn't really help me that much. Probably did damage to me. Um, that I'm still healing from and trying to get through or whatever. But say all, say, <laughs> say all that to say, I was I was forcing myself to go down a track 
that I just trusted was better when in reality it wasn't the best one for me. And eventually as you, like if you have that voice in you, because I'm sure all of us do, that gut feeling to say like, yo, I really, really want to do this. I really, this makes me excited. This makes me, um, this helps me come alive. But maybe that feeling or that energy or that idea that you have is a little divergent from the advice that you're being told or what you're being encouraged to do because it's the most responsible thing to do. It's the, it's the, the wisest thing to do. You hear that voice, right? And that voice is trying to teach you and guide you and lead you and show you, show you where to go. But as you are choosing to conform and get on track with this other path, that voice starts to get quieter. It starts to lose some of its impact. Eventually, at some point, it feels like it just completely goes away. And what sucks is, this is from my own experience, once that voice goes away, then you start to feel empty. Then you start to feel alone. Then you start to really recognize how gray and mediocre this other path that you chose is. And like the only way that you can kind of be okay with it is you have to have direct distractions. You have to have vices. You have to have things that numb you or take you away from the fact that like, I'm not doing, <laughs> I'm not doing the things that I really, really want to do. It helps take you away and distract you from the fact that you can't hear that voice anymore. Some people describe it as the like seven-year-old version of you inside of you that was excited about life and that one wanted to do big and amazing things and wanted to live out those dreams or whatever. The more you continue to say no to that and you don't listen to it, it doesn't ultimately go away, but it gets really quiet. And sometimes I think it manifests differently for different people. For some people, I think they just get numb and empty. I'm doing stuff, I'm following this track, but it's just not fulfilling. So there's always this big hole, this gaping hole of emptiness. And as much as you try to pour other things into it or place things in it, it just doesn't work. And for other people, it turns into like bitterness. It turns into like a cancer. I've heard other people say it, and I'm not sure who the originator of the quote is, just like, your dreams don't die, they just become a cancer in your life. So it eats away at you, it, it can just make your life miserable <laughs> because you're not pursuing that thing, you're not listening to that voice. And I'm, I started to experience that, you know? I think the people who are closest to you and who saw, or the people who were closest to me, I think they started to notice that in me, you know, that like something's wrong. There's something wrong with Jamile. And my wife would express that to me at times. Like something my wife has said to me uh, often is that she's afraid that I'm missing my own life, that I'm missing out on her, that I'm missing out on us and our relationship, and I'm missing out on the present. And uh, that's usually because I'm either very concerned about the future, so this like can be anxious or anxiety, or I'm stuck on the past, which very often leads to depression and like depressed thoughts and stuff like that. So this year, my big takeaway has been learning the importance of every day engaging your life, waking up and choosing to see the beauty in another day, seeing the beauty in the breath that I get to breathe, seeing the beauty and remembering those that have passed even if it is painful, seeing the beauty and the opportunity to try again, 
seeing the beauty and being grateful for the opportunity to get off of one set of tracks onto another that's more aligned with that little voice inside me. And I really just want to encourage you and to encourage others to like engage your life. Don't let your life pass you by. And I'm not saying that as a person who's got it all figured out and that it's perfect. You know, I'm still like, there are so many days that I'm still fighting and wrestling through gray mediocrity. Like it's, I describe it that way because it, it feels like a, a blanket. It feels like a weighted blanket. And sometimes that's how some people like describe depression. Like it's just a weight, <laughs> you know, it's just a weight. Very often I feel like that. So I, I may even wake up feeling that that way, you know, and I know there are things that I want to do. There are things that I want to accomplish and it can be simple things. It can be really, really simple things, you know, but that weight, that gray mediocrity to just stay in like a very basic and bland and lifeless place holds me. It holds me and it keeps me sometimes bound to do things that I want to do. <laughs> it keeps me from taking chances or, or being afraid to be vulnerable or to make a mistake or to be rejected if I do something, you know, like saying no, don't exert any energy. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Don't try anything else. Just write it out. And if something falls apart, hey, it just falls apart. It could be your marriage. It could be your health. It could be your job. Hey, we'll, we'll just kind of do whatever the bare minimum is just to make it through. And um, you don't have to do anything else. You know, if things fall apart, hey, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay because, you know you'll be all right. And so having those thoughts and those feelings and, and that weighted blanket, I really have to like fight out of that. Like I really have to exert energy to like get moving again. And the sad part is I think, I don't think I'm the only one that experiences this, but like when the way that we are shaken out of stuff, like shaken out of those moments, shake, shaken out of that like numb mind in that gray mediocre place is when something bad happens. So when you lose somebody or say you get in an argument with, with your spouse or something bad happens on your job or, you know, something impacts your life in a way that you're kind of like, whoa, what's, what happened? What's, what's going on? <laughs> you know, and we don't necessarily need to have those experiences. Like we don't have to have car crashes to then think, oh, I want to live life this way or, okay, I want to engage in life. We just have to get rid of all the things that are numbing us and distracting us and actually choose to do the work to show up, to engage our own lives. I'm not saying that it's easy. It's just, we just have to do that. I want to encourage you black man to do that. Like engage your life, take audit where you are, check in with yourself, you know, and, and do the work to improve it, do the work to become a better man, to become a beneficial man and to live a more fulfilling life. You know, just don't sit here. <laughs> don't just go with the flow. Like, engage. There's, again, like uh, referencing Les Brown, there's greatness within you. Like, you're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. Don't settle for mediocre mediocrity. Don't, don't, don't settle for the gray. 
there's vibrancy in, 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 in green and good and life and blue and silver and amazing things out there for you to experience. Don't just settle for gray. <laughs> don't, don't settle for just less than when you're destined and called for more. Don't do that. But yeah, so that, that was my takeaway from 2022, just learning the importance of engaging my own life. And um, I'm committing to choose. I'm committing to do that every day. I'm committing to be passionate pursue passion to pursue happiness and to pursue energy like you know sometimes you gotta you gotta get your energy going yourself <laughs> you know like you can't you can't wait for somebody else to stir you up and get you going like you, you got to do something to get life moving you, you got to do that for yourself you can't always wait for other people to do that um but yeah black man you're called for more than mediocre living you're here for a purpose to live for glory and for the good of, good of others Let's do the work and keep choosing to become beneficial for our community. I believe in you. Until next time, go make something of yourself, for yourself, and for glory and for good. Also want to know, let me know <clears throat> if you're watching this or listening to this, um, what was your takeaway from 2022? Leave it in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, um, leave a review and let me know. It just references episodes, episode 41, I believe. Episode 41. Um, just let, let me know, like, what what was your takeaway from 2022? Um, if you are watching, again, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. I'm, the goal is trying to get to 100 subscribers. Let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. You know, that's my first milestone. I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers. Last I checked, I was at 62. So come on, let's go. You know, if you like this stuff, if you like this other video, um, please uh, like, share, and subscribe. And um, uh, let me know uh, other things that you may be interested in hear my thoughts about or things that you want me to talk about. Like I've seen a couple of comments, like I saw one comment about journaling, journaling for black men. I'm working on that. I'm going to uh, produce a video about that <clears throat> to, to help with that because journaling is super important and helpful for our mental and emotional health and our overall well-being. So I'm definitely going to be talking about that. Um, but yeah, I can't think of other little necessary things I'm supposed to say. <laughs> So um, y'all stay safe, continue to protect your mental mental and, uh, you know, uh, find time for an emotional release valve and uh, peace, peace. <laughs> I'll see you next time.